are a legendary rock and roll band who are still as heavy as ever, performing the classic You Keep Me Hanging On. Please welcome Vanilla Fun! Yeah! yeah! Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Yeah! Today's show is yeah! brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Ooh, make a better stay now, baby. Welcome to Better Each Day. I'm Bruce, and I'd like to take a second to remind you that today is the official release date of my new EP, Pawn Shop Boulevard. You're hearing the song Hold On in the background. The additional four songs are available to add to your playlists on about 20 different streaming platforms. I always refer people to Spotify because that's the biggie. It's free and easy, and by going to Spotify and playing the songs, saving them to a playlist, or sharing any kind of traffic, we'll let them know that we're serious about our music. Today's guest is one of the most famous drummers of all time. He's a teacher, a session player, and known by probably more boomer recording artists than any other drummer. He's played with Jeff Beck, Rod Stewart, Brian May of Queen, and was the drummer for Vanilla Fudge, Please welcome Carmine Apiece. We got off to a good start when my initial phone call to Carmine said I was a scam. Maybe that's why it was bad, because you're coming to as a scam. Uh, okay, well, I feel a lot better about myself now. No, you're not a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay. I wouldn't know how to do that. Uh, let's go back in the time machine. I understand your influences are Buddy Rich, Gene Krupa. I had the opportunity to meet Buddy Rich as a stagehand when I was in high school back in Aberdeen High. Wow. I was about 16 years old, and he was a pretty intense guy. And he played the, Very intense. He played the Very gig intense. like it was the last one, and he, he just killed it. But the mic shorted out, and he slammed it on the stage, and he fired a guy. Oh, that, yeah. He fired a guy that yeah. night. And I thought, man, yeah. This, yeah. this is horrible. I don't know if I want to be in this business or not. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, what was, what was your uh, experience with him? Well, initially, uh, when I got to, I actually got to know him at the end of his life for the last like five or six years. And uh, I was doing these drum offs, the uh, Common Peace drum off, which a guitar center ripped me off for. And, and he did the second one of my drum offs, which my manager said, Buddy Rich is going to be a judge. I said, Get out of here. He hates rock players. <laughs> but but he, was, he, was, he was okay. And I came. And then, you know, at the end of the drum off, we'd always have all the judges play together. And it was like, uh, well, who wants to follow Buddy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody right. did. So I said, oh, I'll do it. It's my gig. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I got two bass drums. I'll do it. <laughs> and then um, we became friends. We were going to do an album together. But before, even just a little before that, um, I don't know what succession it came in. The, the drum off came first, or, or this, one, or the. I, I think a drum off might have come first, you know. And then, buddies played at the Starwood in in uh, in L.A. And my manager said, "Oh, it would be great if you could play with Buddy and play, you know, with Buddy at Starwood." I said, "Dude, I don't want to play with Buddy at the Starwood, you know. It's Buddy Rich, so." Yeah, so we ended up, I was going to play with Buddy Starwood. He was going to play with a band I put together. I was going to play with his band. But that didn't happen. Blew it out. 
And I went to see the gig with my brother. And his, his daughter, who I knew, come out and said, oh, you came. He said, I didn't think you would come. I said, why? I said, because my father's, she called him Buddy. She said, Buddy's really mad at you. I said, Buddy's mad at me. Did you ever hear the Buddy Rich bus tape where he fired half of the band? No. Well, it's, it's probably the way he fired that guy. It was ugly. Anyway, it was ugly. So I said, no, I'm not coming in there. He's mad at me. He, I heard the tape. I'm not coming in there. They said, oh, I'll be okay. So, I, so she said, come on in, come on. So I said, Vinny, you come with me. So my brother went in with me, and he said, buddy, this is the guy that was going to play with tonight. I said, oh, you mean that guy that challenged me to a drum battle like that other asshole, Ginger Baker? Ginger Baker. Yeah. Ginger, I guess, challenged Buddy to a, a drum battle, which Buddy would have creamed him anywhere. You know, but... <laughs> But so I said, no, man, I never, I never said a drum battle. I told him what was going on. He said, that's it. I said, yeah, that's it. I said, you know, you've been my idol. We both played loads of drums. We thought it'd be really cool to do it. And he says, do you smoke? I said, no, I don't smoke. He says, do you smoke? I said, I don't smoke. Says, but do you smoke? <laughs> I said, what, pot? Yeah. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, I smoke. He said, good. And he takes a chocolate joint out of his pocket, lights it up. Takes a hit, hands it to me. I take a hit. I say, I'm saying to myself, I don't believe this. Smoking a joint with Buddy Rich. I hand it to my brother. He's thinking the same thing. Then he said, okay, I got to go on. He goes on. And he played his butt off. And me and Vinny are stoned out of our minds wondering how he can play like that. <laughs> you know? So that's, so, so I got to know him, you know, and, and he was really awesome. And I got to know my, one of my other idols, Joe Morello. It was Joe Morello, Gene Cooper, Buddy Rich, and Max Roach. I never met Gene or Max Roach, but I got to know Joe, Joe and Buddy, which was fantastic for me. These are all jazz and big band guys. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. So that's what was happening back then. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we came in in 1967. You know, the, the name drummer of the day was Sandy Nelson or Cozy Cole. They had a couple of drum singles, Topsy Part 2 and uh, Team Beat, you know, and Let There Be Drums. But they were, you know, mediocre playing, you know, it wasn't very good. Yeah, you're definitely in that family now. That must feel pretty good. Well, as a matter of fact, I, I, I got a picture on my Facebook with me being inducted into the Rock Walk of Fame at the Guitar Center on Sunset Boulevard. There's me, Ginger Baker, Alex Van Halen. Gene Krupa, Buddy Rich, John Bonham, Keith Moon, all the same day. Oh, so they couldn't get anybody good, is what you're saying. Exactly. Because they were trying to get people who were alive, too. (laughs) You take pretty good care of yourself. Now Ginger's gone. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, that's my impression. Because you have a book, uh, it's been out for five or six years, I think, called Stick It, Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. It's not Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. It's been out, yeah, it's been out three three years, actually. Three, okay. Yeah, Yeah. Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. I never really got into the drugs. I smoked a little pot now and then. Yeah, that's... But I wasn't really cokehead or heroin or anything like that, you know? Boy, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I'd probably be, I'd probably be dead now of a heart attack. Well, yeah. You worked with Rod Stewart for quite a while. What's he like to work I with? I did. Yeah, you speak very He's a good guy. Him. Yeah. He's a good guy. Actually, he wrote the intro to my book. Oh, yeah. 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 He wrote the intro. And, and, and uh, 
We're on a podcast, right? We're not on the radio, right? No, it's not live. Yeah, so Rod said yeah, in the book, he said, if I call my fuck knows why. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> That's what he said in, in the intro to my book. So he's talking about him. He said, I fired Carmine. Fuck knows why. Because <laughs> you know, I know why. Because he was coked out of his mind. And everything. Oh, God. You know, but we're still friends. And uh, we connect by email. Matter of fact, when uh, Tom was moving to Florida, and so I'm going to be there in December. If you're there, let's go out for a drink. I said, well, I won't be there then. I said, next December, I'll be there. So uh, he's a good guy. He was fair. We went on tour. We had a piece of the action on tour, a percentage of the tour and the merch. And, and uh, when you wrote a song, he gave you full credit in writing and publishing. He didn't, like, rip you off like some guys do. So your name's attached to a few of the big hits, too. Very, very big hits. And uh, they're still out there making money. It's unbelievable. You know, do you think I'm sexy? How much money that's made? Like vanilla fudge, you keep me hanging on. It's in movies and commercials and oh, video yeah. games, and, you know, it keeps making money.
I owe you royalties on that because every garage band in the world was playing that. There were like 10 or 12 songs everybody played, and that was one of them. And it was done exactly yeah. like you yeah. guys did. Well, we tried anyway. But who came up with the name yeah. Vanilla Fudge? How did that come about? Well, it was actually some girl. We were called the Pigeons. And when we were signing to Atlantic, they said, that's a terrible name. We need a better name. So this, this girl that was following us said, you guys are like white soul Vanilla Fudge. Oh. I said, wow, that's the name. Let's try Vanilla Fudge. In those days, you had Strawberry Alarm Clock and all these weird names. Yeah, yeah. So Vanilla Fudge fit right in there, you know? Yeah, I just uh, interviewed the, they go by the Burrito Brothers now, but they were the Flying Burrito Brothers. And, and right, this, exactly. He, yeah, he mentioned I, I don't know why. I don't know why they were flying. I, I don't <laughs> Unless know. they're flying on drugs. drugs. <laughs> That's the first thing you would think. Well, they're no longer flying. Yeah. They've, been, they've had their wings clipped. We will continue this, I promise, next time on the Better Each Day podcast radio show. Until then, get on to Spotify, check out my site, give me some traffic. You guys are the best. I am out of here. Radio Show with Bruce Hilliard. We'll be back with a new horizon, but until then, honor the future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better. Some
shot the bullet. 